Your Bible, please, in the book of in the book of First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, a verse that is favored to all of us. First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse number fifty-seven and fifty-eight. Kindly rise this time. First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, fifty-seven, and fifty-eight. Number 57 and 58. 1 Corinthians 16, in your, uh, 15 I mean in your Bible. The Bible says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I want us to memorize verse 58. Uh, we have known this verse already, so it would be easy for us to memorize. Try to close your eyes and uh, memorize thou. Go. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. One more time. Okay, go ahead. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. At least pagulit ninyo na memory verse for today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Thank you for the word of God, and we, Lord, allow the Holy Spirit to bring the meaning of the word, the message that we need to get out of these two verses tonight, especially verse number 58. And Lord, challenge us tonight to be steadfast, to be unmovable, and Lord, find ourselves always abounding in the work of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Be seated, please. So the title is Always Abounding in the Word of the Lord. Do you, do you find yourself, honestly, Karongabi, are you not an up and on kind of a Christian or always uh, abounding in the work of the Lord? But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. You see? And uh, there's something there. He giveth us the victory. And if I were to write it, I would say, he, which giveth us victory, no? The victory. We're on the victory side. The victory consists in the defeat of death. If you look at the context, God defeated death by the resurrection and the forgiveness of sin through Christ's atonement. His death on the cross and the nailing to his cross of the thorn and abrogated law which made us slaves to sin and death. We were made because of sin slaves to death. We were pursued on our way to hell. But Colossians 2 verse 14 says, Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. See the, the, the law that was against us which was, and then 
against us, nailing it to his cross. All the demands of the law were settled at the cross. The, the law could no longer claim us. Why? Because he completely settled it on the cross. In Romans 8 verse 3, What the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Meaning, uh, he became like us. He took our human flesh and overcame it. The demands of the law were overcame. He came to fulfill all the demands of the law in our behalf. In Romans 8.38, Nay, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. God gives the victory. Yes. Who giveth us the victory. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Everything because of what he did for us. And everything was, was done at the cross of Jesus Christ. Who by fulfilling the law has robbed it of its condemning power. And by his death. It was his death had destroyed uh, him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Hebrews 2, verse 14 and 15. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15. In Romans 8, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation which are in Christ Jesus. If you are in Christ, if you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you are totally set free from the demands of death and the law. Thank God. We are made alive in Jesus Christ. We are made alive in Jesus Christ. There are at least five thoughts that I would like to share. We find in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 58. 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 58. Therefore, I told you to memorize it. My beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable. What an admonition, challenge from the Apostle Paul. Well, first of all, we see here a sacred call from the Lord addressed to every one of us, and that is to get involved in the work of the Lord. Therefore, he says, be <coughs> steadfast and unmovable. And then always, <coughs> that's a challenge. The admonition of Paul is addressed to my Beloved brethren, look at this. Therefore, my beloved brethren, and uh, so he's not. Uh, it is not addressed to the elders only, although they must set the example in First Peter three, uh, chapter five, verses one to three. The elders are are to give an example in the work of the Lord. Look at this, please. First Peter, chapter five, verse number one. In your Bible, please. They were required to set an example, but it was not only meant for them. First Peter chapter 5, in verse number 1 to verse number 3. Chapter 5, verse 1 to verse number 3. The elders which are among you, I exhort, who am also an elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, also a partaker of the glory that should be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraints willingly, not by filthy lucre, but a ready mind, neither being lords over God's heritage, 
but being what? Examples to the flock. Elders were admonished to be uh, example. They set themselves an example. But it was not limited to them. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, when he said that uh, uh, it is not also addressed to um, not only elders, not addressed also to the deacons only. Though they were, uh, the word deacon means servant. In Acts 6 verses 1 to 3. By the way, the word deacon, the word deacon in the Bible means servant. They were to serve in the church and on the material aspect of the church. You see, uh, pastors are to provide for, they are to feed, the, feed and lead the people of God. And there are material aspects that, that, uh, that, that must be taken care of by the elders, I mean the deacons. And then it is not addressed to preachers only, though he has a work to do. He is to study, to show thyself. Second Timothy 2 verse number 15, study to show thyself. A proven to God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In 2 Timothy 4 verse 5, But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and then make full proof of thy ministry. And uh, it is addressed to all Christians. Amen? So, therefore, my beloved brethren, it includes the preachers, the deacons, the elders, everyone in the work of the Lord is included. Because Paul addressed this challenge, this admonition to all Christians. The New Testament teaching, uh, it, it teaches that every Christian must be a worker. Listen to this. Every Christian must be a worker. Now, the parable of the talent in Matthew chapter 25 Verse 14 to 30 clearly proves this point. Every one of us, whether you like it or not, you need to remember that God has given us certain talent that we need to invest in the work of the Lord. In the book of Matthew 25, look at verse number 14. Begin from verse number 14, Matthew 25, and, and see yourself, uh, which of the which of these three servants you find yourself in? 25 of Matthew, verse 14, it says, For the kingdom of heaven is a man, is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same, made them other five talents. So, Likewise, he that had two, he also gained other two. But he that received one went and dig it in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Instead of investing it, and that, that shows our talent. That shows that God has given us individually talent. And uh, nobody can say, well, wala koy bahin. No, we have our part. God has given us something that, that we can invest in the work of the Lord. So every one of us, every, every 
Christian is a worker. And you must invest your time in the work of the Lord. So even if we only have one talent, say, but I have blessed. We have a work to do. Look at verse 21 in Matthew 25. Verse 21. His Lord said to him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Can you imagine? And then look at verse number 23. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. When Jesus comes, he will, uh, there will be a time of reckoning. There will be a time of accounting. Remember that. And uh, how did you invest the talent that God has given you? You see? And uh, uh, in the Bible, you find that the church is pictured as a body. And uh, so, which has so many members, so to speak. Many parts of the body. In, in Romans 12, look at verse number 5. We're told here, Romans 12 and verse number 5. Romans 12 and, uh, and verse number 5, please. Romans 12 and uh, verse 5. Romans 12 and uh, verse number 5. It says, uh, For we, being many, are one what? Body in Christ. Talks about the local New Testament church. And every one member of another. You are a member, but you're also connected to another member. You just cannot, you just cannot say, well, I don't need you. I don't need you. And uh, I want to function alone. I want to be secluded. Halimbawa yung til nga, ang kamot nga, putla ko kay, ako ako rin ako ah. Putla ang til, kaya maghimur ako ako ah. Kasi may tawag si mo ha. And so, in order to function, we need to work as a body. Every member of one another. And as with the physical body, each member of the spiritual body of Christ has a function. We have a function um, according to First Corinthians chapter 12. There will be differences of ability, differences of desire, differences of opportunity, yes, but there will be no exceptions based upon the education, based upon uh, age based upon danger. Said, well, kining uh, a church is only good for the senior citizens. Kining a church is only good for the young people. No. All of us. Remember this, there is no distinction as far as age, gender, and education is concerned. We work together as God's people. So there will always be a work in the church for Paul. There was always a work for the church, for, for Timothy, for Barnabas, for Mark, and uh, for Timothy, Barnabas, for Mark, and a work for you and me. Maybe something is missing it's because you are not functioning. When a certain part of the body malfunctions and then it hurts the whole body. 
the whole body. And so remember that. <clears throat> we, have, we are all called to be uh, servants of the Lord. We are challenged to get involved. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and immovable. Always that is addressed to the brethren. To all of us. Number two, let us never allow circumstances, hindrances, even some people to hinder the progress of our work for God. Once we get into the work of God, there will be circumstances. There will be excuses that will try to keep you back in making the progress as far as your work is concerned. First of all, the work of God requires dedication and conviction, which involves steadfastness and immovability. Steadfastness and immovability. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable. You are deeply settled in your conviction. They tried to, uh, they tried to convince Daniel. Now, the king, Nebuchadnezzar, has enrolled them into the into the system, school system of, of Babylon to change their conviction, to change their understanding, but they were steadfast, that is what we need, and unmovable in their conviction. The Corinthians were hindered in their work by being divided over human leaders. Some said, well, I am of Paul, I am of Cephas, I am of this and that, and so <laughs> they were divided. You know what we need? We need to understand if we are to serve the Lord and progress in serving the Lord, our loyalty must first of all belong to Jesus. It must belong to Jesus. So whatever Jesus says, follow him. Follow him. Get into your Bible and listen to what he says. And be loyal to Jesus Christ. Now the Corinthians were hindered by doubts and opinions. They cannot progress because of because of so many opinions and doubts going on in the local church. Chapter 8, chapter 10. The problem of eating meat to idols has brought controversy in the church. They cannot agree on that. And then chapters 12 to 14. The importance and use of the spiritual gift. And uh, they had questions about the Lord's Supper in chapter 11. You know what? The Philippians were admonished to 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 be steadfast and unite as they strove for the faith of the gospel. The Bible says in Philippians 1.27 that he stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together, striving together, together, remember that, for the faith of the gospel. The faith of the gospel. So whatever happens, do not do not try to allow anything to keep you back, to hold you back in your progress, in your work. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable, always abounding. Always sing that song I'm praising on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day. Every day you progress. Amen. Every day you progress. See? And then number three, look at the constancy that God expects from us in the Word. 
In all things we need to be constant, the Bible says. We need to be constant in in for example, we need to be constant in prayer. Romans 12 verse number 12. Rejoice in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Uh, sometimes ay mga Christians nga they are faithful sa prayer pag na problems mabot. And uh, so they are not constant in their prayer. We need to be prayerful. You know the Bible? Pray without ceasing. Constant. Pray without ceasing. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Do you find yourself abounding, growing, same in prayer life? And uh, you have to watch it in your knowledge, biblical knowledge. Are you growing? Are you growing? And then, are you growing in your, uh, you know, in, in some aspects of your Christian life? The work of Christ requires the word always. Underline the word always. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast and movable. And what's the next word? <clears throat> always. Always. Always let your, it's, it's, you always find the word always in the Bible. You find it. For example, in Colossians 4 verse number 6. Always let your speech be with grace. Let your, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. And uh, I, I, when I first um, read that verse, I said, seasoned with salt. Now, always, <clears throat> said, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. That you may know how you ought to answer every man. By the way, the word grace has... I look at the meaning in the Greek and as in English, both so Greek word and English, the possible double meaning of God's grace and human graciousness. The word grace there means it could be God's grace and it could also be human graciousness. In classical writers, salt expressed wit. And, uh, you know, your ability to discern wit, which, uh, with which conversation was playboy. So, kumbaga, naluto na yung sudan, yung sabaw, pag walay asin. So, you, you know how, uh, uh, how much salt you put into it. Kabalakaw sa pagtimpla sa yung you do not allow your mouth to open and yak, 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 masusa. And uh, si James says, dapat butangan mo ka ng busalan ni mga murag kabayo. Dari kay Paul, timplahe o gasin. And so that when it comes, the word would come out of your mouth, it would be pleasant. It would be something that will glorify the Lord. And uh, uh, so, uh, salt express wit or wisdom with which conversation was flavored, grace and salt, meaning wit and sense, make an ideal combination. So, magluto kang sudan ang pangalan grace, dapat imong timplahan o salt. And, uh, ayaw mo tayo dagang sili, kaya musamot na siya o kanang musamot o kahalang, but you put salt there. 
And, and how often do we do that? Always. Always. And uh, every day you need to remember, I have to express God's grace and human graciousness with my speech. I have to watch that my speech will always be, always be flavored with the right amount of salt. Ang salt pag subra parat. Ang salt pag kulang tabang. It should be the right amount. And uh, it takes what? Wit or wisdom. The ability to discern. Pilang as, pila man ang asukal, as, asukal naman, asin ang ibutang dire. And uh, so, always, now, let your speech be with grace. Colossians 4, verse number 6. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Number two, always rejoice in the Lord. Kay Doc Raymond nga verse, Colossians 4, verse 4. Colossians chapter 4. Nakoy verse kay Doc Raymond. And uh, rejoice in the Lord always. Meaning always. And again I say, rejoice. And uh, so, always, another thing, sa Philippians 2 verse 12, always obey. Always obey. Ay, wala man si pastor. Hindi ko mapilog sulwining. Ay, wala si kuwan. Hindi lang ko maadto. Ayaw. Always obey. Naa, naa, ang imong kauban wala. Always. Philippians, uh, Philippians 2 verse number 12. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And then, sa 1 Peter 3.15, always be ready to give an answer. 1 Peter 3.15, but sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready always to give an answer to everyone that, every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and with fear, always. Alimbawa, karoon na yung mga tanda sa mga sir, ma'am, kung saan ang rapture? Kung tanda sa doktor, Raymond, kasi ilahan ng linya ng rapture. Appendicitis ito, gisgutan di ay, kung saan ang second coming? And sa time pa. And uh, so, they expect yung ano man, dugay-dugay ka ng Christian. So you need to be able to give always. And always, remember that. And uh, number five, work always means uh, to uh, um, be, be ready always. Be instant. In season in Apostle Paul, he was telling it to Timothy, Timothy, be instant in season and out of season. Time sa wala ko ka-prepare. Always be ready. And uh, base na yung mamatay, and then wala si pastor, ikaw lang siya, ay, ay, di ko ako ka-prepare. Dili na pwede yung excuse sa mga Christians. We need to be always ready. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse number 4. And uh, be instant in season and out of season. Be ready. And then, now, you see, no? we need to remember this, irregular service is not acceptable to the Lord. But we must always... God demands constant service, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Oh, what a privilege to hear the word of God. Number four, 
God expects us to render the best of our service. The Greek word translated abounding, always abounding, is an interesting study. It is the word perisperisio. Dili perisio ha? Perisio. P-E-R-I-S-S-E-U-O. Perisio. And now, meaning to be over and above. It means to excel. Always. You're not contented with what you are today. You find yourself growing. You find yourself excelling beyond what you are today. And now, it's a, a, it means excelling others. It means uh, exceeding the minimum of your, of your service to God. Don't be said, well, tama na ni. Okay na. Dili. Always find your, yourself doing something for the Lord. Doing something for God. And, and you will find nga, na yung mga blessing. Butang si Gino. And uh, so, uh, it is use of uh, exceeding what was done in the past. And uh, there's, there's a word of that in Mark 15 verse 14. During the crucifixion, at first they demanded, let him be crucified, let him be crucified. And then the next time, the next time they, they shouted against, against the Lord in Mark, I mean Matthew Mark 15, look at verse 14. Matthew 15, Mark 15, and verse number 14, please. There it says, Then Pilate said unto them, Why? What evil hath he done? And they cried out the more, exceedingly. And uh, that's the word, uh, always abounding, exceedingly. From the Greek word, gigamit na diha, they cried the more exceedingly they should crucify him. At first, medyo, ang ilang, their voice was a level, crucify him. Next time, Pharaoh asked them, they said, crucify him! Talks about our service also, on the other hand. And uh, the last time you served the Lord, medyo uh, minimal lang. And you learn. And now you are on, you know, you are abounding. Talks about sa itong giving. We need to see we are growing. Sa ang love for the Lord. We are, we are growing in serving the Lord. Abounding service is a willing service. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. Abounding service is willing service. Abounding service is fervent service. Romans 12 verse 1, not slothful in business, Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rabbi, if we can only get the meaning of all these words and, and then apply it to something will happen abruptly. It will change us. So abounding service is willing service. Abounding service is fervent service. Abounding service is from the heart. Book of Ephesians 6 verse 6 says, Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Number four, abounding service. Abounding service is the, the, the first 
workplace service. Kanang, if you serve, na wala ng Matthew 6.33, na ikulang yung service. Remember that. Kung dili ni mo ma-apply ang Matthew 6.33 sa imong service, you are not really serving the Lord. Kasi na sumatyo gani? Huh? Seek ye first, dili second, dili third, but seek ye first. Seek ye first, pag dili gani first ang gino, disgrasya mo pag pangalagad sa gino. Basi matingala ka niya pag abot sa gino, ang i-reward sa gino sa mga kalabasa. Kaya nga naman, ika-third na ang service sa gino, ika-fourth place na service sa gino, God requires first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Number five, things that motivate us in rendering the best service for the Lord. Kasi may dapat atong tanawan that will motivate us sa pagpangalaga sa ginawa. Now, we find the final resurrection. Therefore, now the first word here is therefore, my beloved brethren, by the way, the word therefore connects with the preceding verses. This is a long chapter, 58 verses. But you will notice it started with the gospel and then it goes on into the resurrection. Our hope. Now, 1 Corinthians is the resurrection chapter. Talks about the rapture, the coming of Christ. Why do we serve Christ? Because He is coming back and He is going to resurrect us. That's the background of the chapter. You cannot bring the verse away from the context. So therefore, Paul sum up everything in chapter 15 and he says, we need to serve the Lord. Therefore, my beloved, because of this, you have learned so much in, in 1 Corinthians 15 about the resurrection. So therefore, my beloved brethren, because of that, connecting to the great doctrine of the resurrection, entire chapter, about resurrection and about immortality. What was the point of Paul? Paul's point is, in view of the fact that there will be life beyond the present life we live today, we must prepare for the next one. Ayaw gutda imong time diri kaya na ay reality after this life. So therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? Because there is great resurrection, Mabutsatua. When Jesus comes, we hear the voice of the archangel. The trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And, and the first thing will happen is, the, the, the judgment seat of Christ, therein, there, wherein we will receive the reward. We don't want to suffer loss. We want to receive the reward, so we prepare. And then we have the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then you have, the, you have to reign with Christ for 1,000 years. Everything is based on our works. In that judgment seat of Christ, sin is no longer the issue. It's the things done in the body. Remember that. 
sa, sa judgment seat of Christ, ang sala, dili na issue. But the issue is the things done in this body, whether they be good or bad. And then we will receive the reward. And then we will reign with Christ for 1,000 years. You see, our entrance to heaven is absolutely free. But our position there depends on how faithful we are in serving the Lord. How faithful. We need to be consistent in serving God. There is pandemic today and we can give so many excuses. We need to be cautious, yes, but we need to be instant and constant in our service to the Lord. I would not allow anything na makahinder sa gusto si Ginoy pabuhat sa kuwa. God will guide us every day. God will open opportunities para sa tuwa. And after the wedding yesterday, medyo nipaka na ginakuntil and I wanted to really go to sleep. So, but I had a Bible study waiting for me sa GSIS. After the Bible study, I said, what if I made the excuse? I could have made the excuse. I could have made it as an excuse, but you don't, you don't want anything to hinder you doing the will of the Lord and doing the work of God. We need to be constant. We need to be doing always. So the final resurrection motivates us for that service. And then secondly, the final judgment. Why? Because for as much as we know, by the way, the word for as much introduces the day to the day of reckoning the judgment day will be a day of accounting for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and uh, some shall suffer some shall, shall suffer loss and everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that which he had done whether it be good or bad it will be a day of reward yes Galatians 6 verse 9 says and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. We continue serving the Lord. Basi wa ka na mapansin sa pagpangalagi sa gano'n. Ayaw papansin. Sige lang. There's one thing that motivates us behind it. Our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Kung ang mga tao, wala kapansin si mong labor. And they probably have failed to appreciate you. But remember one thing, God keeps perfect record. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God. And Lord, those are simple thoughts that uh, you can use it, Lord, to challenge our hearts to be faithful and always abounding in the work of the Lord. Thank you for your promise. And bless tonight. Bless those who are watching tonight. Bless everyone present tonight. Continue, Lord. Overshadow us with your blood, your uh, watchful care, your wonderful hand from the disease of the pandemic. We claim, we claim the uh, power of the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen and amen. God bless you. And uh, those who are watching at home are praying for you that God will really overshadow us with His presence. Members of the church, we are always praying for you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pastor Ingai, for that wonderful message. And at this time, let me read to you our prayer requests. Ramam Bing Pugui, pray for Pastor Inga and family for good health and protection and full, and also pray for the full-time workers and Bible students for protection and for good health. Pray also for uh, Angela May Sonico for God's provision and healing and strength for her uh, sickness. And then pray also for Ruby Cabaluna for healing uh, from her sickness also. From Doc Irish Dui and Mam um, Elsie Ingay, let's pray for Janet Sagutaon and Jane Villamer for physical healing. Uh, both are admitted at SPMC isolation. Also from Amsel, pray for Erlinda Yelanan and Rodora Ferolin for God's provision and good health always. From Sister Raslin Katoy. Pray for Noraline, Sister Noraline Linas for complete recovery from illness. From Amin, uh, from Elsie Ingay, pray for Min de la Peña for safe travel back to Quezon City this coming Friday. Also pray for Ana Bores, uh, ang auntie, no? uh, the aunt of Mam Elsie who is in Bacolod. Pray for God's grace to sustain her in her senior years. Also pray for Sister Noralyn Dinas for her physical needs. From Mom Army and Mom Cell, pray for Sister Wala Grace Go and Irene Parohinog for God's provision and their physical needs and good health always. From Sister Tess and Brother Leonard Dandoy, Pray for Danica Eunice Dandoy for God uh, for good result of the swab test tomorrow. Uh, requirement for cleft operation by next week. If God willing, pray for successful operation and good health for Danica Eunice. So those are all our prayer requests for this evening. At this time, shall we all stand and let us go to the Lord in prayer. And let us remember you know, in our prayer those requests mentioned a while ago. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, O Lord, for this wonderful time that you have given to us, this wonderful privilege, O Lord, to pray and to make known our prayer requests unto thee. We thank you, dear Father, for the message that we have heard and learned tonight. We thank you for that wonderful encouragement and wonderful challenge that we need to be steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord. For we know, O Lord, that our labor that we invest unto Thee is not in vain. Father, tonight we are simply praying that uh, You would richly bless and continually guide us and protect us all the time, Gino knowing that the virus is still out there, we pray for your protection for each and every one of us, for the members of this church. Lord, we 
simply ask O God for healing especially ginoo sa mga prayer requests those names that were mentioned who uh, have physical infirmities physical illnesses we are praying for sister Noralyn Linas we are praying for sister Wella Grace Go we are praying for Ma'am Irene Parohinog and we are also praying O Lord for uh, those patients who are isolated in SPMC uh mention ni Doc Iris Dewey and Ma'am Elsie we understand O Lord and we know and we believe that you are our great healer you have the power to protect us you have the power to heal us and to heal those sicknesses na walay mga tambal gino uh, available na medication right now we just pray dear father for your intervention we pray for your guidance and protection to all our medical frontliners we are praying for doc iris Dewey. we are praying for doc liberato Brother Mark and the rest of our nurses and our doctors in our church, we know the danger that they are facing every now and then, the risk uh, that they are facing every day, O Lord, in their workplace. We just pray for your headship protection be upon them. And likewise, O Lord, to each and every one of us, especially to our pastor, as our spiritual leader and frontliner, may you continually guide him, be with him, uh, give him good health, strength physically as he serves serve the O Lord and continually uh, lead our church. Uh, our body is frail, we are weak, we are poor and needy, O God. And we just simply pray, dear Father, that you would continually use us and enable us physically to do the calling that you have called us to do. We also pray and remember Brother Luner and Sister Tess and their daughter, si Danica Gino. We're praying for a favorable result sa ilang swab test. We're praying for the operation that she will be undergoing by next week. We are praying for your safety and protection and provision. And if it is your will, O Lord, that you would lead the way for them, open the door of opportunity for them to have this operation for their dear daughter. May you continually guide each one of us, dear Lord, even those who are watching our live streaming. We pray for those who are not yet been saved, that tonight, through the preaching of God's word, they will be able to know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Even, O oh Lord, we do pray for our brothers and sisters who are uh, feeling discouraged in serving you feeling down, disappointed on, on what's happening around us, we pray that the truth, thy word tonight, it will bring conviction, encouragement, it will bring revival to our hearts, dear Father. For we know, dear Lord, Satan is a roaring lion, and each and every one of us is on his watch list, O God. Satan is trying to do his best to destroy this church, to destroy our testimony, our life, we just pray, dear Father, that you would keep us safe, cover us with your most precious blood, and you would not uh, do not allow the devil, O Lord, to gain his ground, uh, the winning side, you know. We know that there is victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. As we dismissed and we separated, and as we go home, 
pray for safety and protection for Samuang Tanan Gino, and bring us back this coming Sunday for another service. We commit everything to your hands. May your perfect will be done. And this we pray, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you very much, and thank you for watching. Uh, we hope you were blessed by the Word of God. See you